Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and every week I lead you through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond, bringing you stories of the amazing people in and around the barbecue culture. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. I appreciate the gift of your time, and I hope I can entertain you for a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. And now, on with this week's show. Hey, 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 Eat More Barbecue family, what is going on? Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to episode number 121 of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. It's going to be a bit of a short one this week. I had a guest drop out unexpectedly on short notice, and I'm finding myself in the uncomfortable position of not having a little stockpile of guest interviews recorded. So this week, you just get to listen to me uh, ramble a bit. As I record this, it's a bit past uh, 11 p.m. on a Tuesday night, and I just got home from curling a little while ago, which leads us into the first curling update of the year. So excited to let you know. Uh, This was week four of the Springbank Curling Club Tuesday Night Men's League, and Team Shalafor is sitting with a record of 2-2 after a tough loss this evening to the Ogrodnik rink. And by tough loss, I mean that we didn't make very many of our shots, and they made a lot of theirs. The first few weeks of the league this year are a seeding round, after which the teams will be split into the A and B divisions. I uh, maintain that we are a good, solid B division team, and the guys we played tonight won the A division last year, so the result was not unexpected. It is always fun to get out there, though, and the beer was cold afterwards, so it was a good night all in all. Hey friends, do you have a barbecue or cooking product that you'd like me to review and talk about on the show? I'm looking for folks with rubs, sauces, gadgets, and more for a product review feature on the podcast. If you're interested, get in contact with me via via social media or by email at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Alberta Forest Products Association. Here's a message from them to you. Alberta's forests matter to all of us. That's why Alberta's forest industry works to keep them sustainable now and for future generations. By planning 200 years ahead, helping control the spread of fire and disease, and planting and nurturing two trees for every one harvested, we keep our forests standing strong. To learn more about how our forests take care of us and how we take care of them, visit loveabforests.com. Visit www.loveabforests.com for more info. Well, everybody, it has been a week and a half since we celebrated our Canadian Thanksgiving up here, and the big U.S. Thanksgiving holiday is coming up in a few weeks, so I thought this would be a great time to talk about some of the things I'm thankful for. Of course, I'm thankful for my family. My amazing wife, Lisa, just celebrated a birthday this past weekend, and I am grateful for the person she is and for the 20-plus years that we have been together. She also does an incredible amount to keep our family running. So Lisa, if you're listening, thank you for that. I'm also thankful for our two daughters, Jillian and Amelia. Life with two teenagers can get a little crazy sometimes, but the joy that you both bring to my life far outweighs anything else that happens. I'm so, so proud of the amazingly strong, compassionate, and intelligent young women you have both grown into. Family aside, I'm thankful for my work. This pandemic has been really tough on a lot of people, and I appreciate that I've had a job to go to every day through all of this. I know many, many people have not been that fortunate, not to say that we haven't had our challenges, but it could be so much worse. I also appreciate that I've been able physically to go into the office every day as well. 
Lisa has been working from home since March, and the girls were home all spring and summer. And I'm pretty sure having a fourth person in the house all day every day, fighting for desk or table space and internet bandwidth, would not have gone well for any of us. I'm also truly thankful for the barbecue community. You all really are some of the best people out there. Through this podcast and the Alberta Barbecue Trail Initiative, I've had the chance to meet so many wonderful people who have accepted me into the community and have become friends and sometimes like a second family. I'm amazed by some of the opportunities that have come my way over the last couple of years, and I'm excited to see what's coming up around the next corner. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen to this podcast, whether you're a subscriber that tunes in faithfully every week, someone that listens in every now and then, or you're a first-time listener. Thank you. This seems like a good time to remind you all to please, please, please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcatcher and to leave a rating and review. The reviews help raise the show's visibility on the big podcast apps like Apple and Google. And if you're one of those first-time listeners this week, sorry you picked this episode. It's usually better, I promise. This episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by the Calgary Foundation. Whether it's funding anti-racism programs, addiction recovery, or food hampers for the hungry, for 65 years the Calgary Foundation has proudly supported the charitable community to address some of Calgary's biggest challenges. Now, during this period of unprecedented urgent needs, Calgary Foundation renewed its commitment to building a healthy, vibrant, giving, caring, and resilient community. If you're a registered charity looking for a grant, a professional advisor creating a giving plan for your client, or a donor wanting to give back to community, discover a wealth of resources at calgaryfoundation.org and learn more about their work through Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. So everybody, what's coming on the horizon? For this podcast, I do have some great guests lined up, and I'm going to work hard over the next few weeks to build up an inventory of recorded interviews, so when something goes south with a scheduled guest, you're not all subjected to listening to me blathering on and on. Continuing with the theme of Alberta food and Alberta barbecue origins that I spoke about a while back, I have interviews planned with a few different farms and producers of meat coming up. I think it's very important to continue to look at where our food comes from. Looking at some of the supply chain issues that have been exposed by the COVID pandemic, I think it is more vital than ever that as consumers we look at the process of where we get our food and how it gets to us. Is it possible to cut out some of the steps in that supply chain? Are there food producers close to you that provide the option of buying directly? I know of a number within a short drive of Calgary that offer that option. The downside to this is is that it usually comes at a higher cost than the commodity meats we can buy at the grocery store or the warehouse stores. Truly, I wish our family was in a position financially to buy strictly from local producers, but sometimes the dollars and cents just don't work for us. Every time I do it, though, I can't help but think about who who I'm supporting. I can go to Costco and buy a big pork loin for $25 and portion it out to feed us for two or three different meals. Who's making money off of that, though? After you factor in Costco's cut, the distributors and packing houses portions, plus the transportation cost, very little of that $25 makes its way to the farmer or producer who is somewhere down in the U.S. When we're able and when it makes sense, we'd much rather buy directly from someone like A Farms out in Strathmore or from a butcher shop like Cut Right Meats or Bonton here in Calgary who are buying pork directly from farmers like Chris and Jessica at Barron Flour. 
I can take the short drive up to Airdrie and buy beef directly from Rhonda and Wayne at your local ranch. This weekend, if all goes as planned, I'll be driving up to Olds to visit a bison ranch, and I'm excited to pick up some of their product to try out. My message to you on this subject is simple. If you're able to do it, support your local producers. It may cost a little more, but the quality is that much better, and you'll be supporting your neighbors. We're approaching the end of October here, so naturally we're starting to look ahead to 2021. And it's a little foggy. Maybe a lot foggy. After this year, I really, really have no idea what to expect. The struggles for some of our local barbecue joints continue. Smokehouse Barbecue up in Edmonton recently closed their restaurant location and have taken over the kitchen at the German Club in Edmonton. They'll be running the kitchen at the club, and I believe they'll also be offering up some pre-packed foods to go and also will have their catering operations and food truck. Best of luck to Terry and Sherry and the crew there. I know you'll get through this one way or the other. On the competition barbecue side, there are still lots of questions to be answered. We were able to run a much smaller barbecue on the bow event here back in September, and it went great. Will we see more smaller, scaled-down events than we have in the past? I think a lot of that depends on how we manage COVID over the winter months. I know here in Alberta, we've seen a rise in the number of cases recently, as I expected to see with kids going back to school in September and more people back at work. Hopefully we can flatten that out here and in other areas. That said, I have marveled numerous times at how some businesses and industries have innovated and adapted during this crazy time. There are some changes that have come about during COVID that I think are here to stay because they make sense, and many other changes that can go away any old time now. So all that said, be safe out there. Take care of your friends, your neighbors. Wear a mask where you need to. Practice physical distancing. Just be smart. If you're not feeling well, get tested. Let's uh, do what we can to get through this and uh, hopefully be back to some sort of normal before too, too long. Well, that's enough ranting and rambling, I think. Thank you again for listening. It really does mean a lot to me. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. This week's network shout-out goes to Makeshift Stories. Created by Alan V. Hare, Makeshift Stories is a bi-weekly journey into the improbable, featuring speculative fiction, science fiction, and fantasy for all ages. Please visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for links to Makeshift Stories and all the other great shows on the network. That's a wrap, y'all. See you next week. Hey friends, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. You can find me online at eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca. Check out the listing of joints on the Barbecue Trail site and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out and show your local barbecue joints some love. Give me a follow on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, my email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported, and is a production of Eat More Barbecue Digital Media. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. <laughs>